0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. Thanks for, you know, letting me verberate around your ear. I appreciate being here. On today's episode of the Logical Love Podcast, we're going to do something a little different. This is going to be a little story time, you know. So I'm just going to tell you a little story about my life, something I've been through. That was a paradigm shift, so to speak. It was something that, you know, as a young man, it changed the way I looked at things. And today, what we're going to talk about is hookups, heartbreaks, and the myth of safe sex. I just got home from the hotel. I get her texts. I went to CVS and took the pill. Just wanted to let you know, she said. I read it, and with my male mindless brain, I respond, Thanks. Text me if the cramps are too much. Now, for context, this was a text exchange with a woman I didn't love, but I made love with. Planted my man seed inside of. I was reckless, but in a sexually liberated world, she was ready to bear the pain without any commitment from me. To be honest, I feel shame thinking of it. And uh, in the years since, I've come to realize that, you know, I'm not religious, but I think that feeling shame is okay. You know, because it's the shame that I have about things that can guide my actions for the future. Otherwise, I still repeat the same mistakes. And I tell you what, the worst thing in life can be when you let years of mistakes. And if you've made 10 years of mistakes, the worst thing you could do at that point would be to let that 10 years make you make 11 years of mistakes. But for context, again. You know, at the time, you know, that I knew this woman, which was a long, longer time, my son's mother was on her path to a heroin overdose and eventual death. At this time of this text exchange, I was 24 and a single dad of a six-year-old and also had a nice little prescription addiction. <laughs> gotta love that, you know, gotta love those opioids. Oh, yeah. And I was like 400 pounds too. So, like, there's that. It was, it was, it was, it was a shit show. I suppose it taught me that hurt people are often the ones who hurt people. Anyway, since then, I've lost 200 pounds. I have shivered off an addiction to prescription while I lied to my son saying I had the flu. And, and what's weird is I lost all of that, you know, and I should be here, Tony Robbins champion. I should be telling you. Man, life is great. Anything's possible. You can shake away all the shame. Be free. But I lost all of that, yet I cannot shake off my conscious memories I lived. I cannot forget how the rest of that text exchange went. You know, and partially because, as we know, whether it's memories or those photos that iCloud remind you of that you think you deleted and you didn't, it pops up that's that's memories right it's that it's you eating that that pizza going to that restaurant that you went on that date with that guy it's you you know remembering that you what you did with that woman at that thing, that position
1: that whatever we can't get out of it, even after all these years, so it's
0: memories again that I regret and when they pop up that I feel I feel a certain guilt for and most importantly i as the father of a now 16 year old son i would not want him to repeat those but you see i think we can't escape memories of the people we were with you know even if you're agnostic or atheist as i am we carry this certain psychological energy with us forever you see This woman who out of respect, I'm not going to name, taught me a lot about how to respect women, but to be honest, I was mostly distant with her because to me, she was just a hookup. (laughs) And as I sit here now, I realize how disrespectful of her heart of someone's daughter of someone's possibly future mother, I was, I wasn't respecting her and I don't want to make any excuses, but you know, people forget, how can a man with no self-respect ever respect a woman? You know, we had a long, what you would call a situationship, you know, no relationship, just a nice, nice, you know, get the cake, I gotta, gotta have the The pleasure, without any of the other stuff, you know, again, had amazing sex. Every interaction, super intense and and passionate. Though short-lived and mostly indoors. We'd have intellectually and spiritually stimulating conversations, even as two atheists, between these sessions. You know, it would be not seeing each other for so long, weeks, months, maybe. But when we did, it was just, it was, it was full of passion. There was no time to use logic and, and maybe think about the irreparable regret we were growing. Our weekends were amazing, intense, with me coming over to her place or a hotel or oftentimes her driving three hours to come see me and make it convenient for me to come. Looking back, I don't even think I made this, this woman come, to be honest. You know? But her moans and passion was, was palpable nonetheless. It's almost as though I
1: could feel her pair-bonded to me. Things we don't talk about, but maybe things that we feel.
0: Anyways, but like a good man... In hookup culture nowadays, I never
1: committed. You know, somebody's got to keep Tender's coffers alive. Never committed to her. Somehow she was
0: good enough for me to take everything from, but not good enough
1: for me to give anything to. I have shame for this. I just don't want to hide from it.
0: I didn't kiss her in public. You're not going to find pictures of us together on the internet. I wouldn't let her take them. All the while, okay that she was sending me nudes. I'm so sure that you can't find her. Because while I did cream pie her young, sexy body and make thought babies with her intelligent brain,
1: I was always distant and never really there. Yet. She was always available for
0: me. I made no kissing rules because she was getting too attached. And we said that it was just sex, that we could just be friends. We could just be friends and have sex and then maybe just be friends sometimes and not have sex. And, and, and that would be okay. And my little man, mindless brain, agreed and thought with my logic that I have that I could make a no kissing rule. And that that would ease the attachment. That we would just have sex and I would not touch her lips. Then I also made no sex rules because she was too horny. She wanted it all the time. Maybe it was because she had fun. Maybe it was because she just wanted to please me. But I made no sex rules because I felt like that was, she was getting too attached. Like it was just too much. And maybe if we did it less, it wouldn't be so hard for her to see it as just a casual sexual experience. Oh, and of course, I submitted her body to the literal pain and the hormonal imbalances. All of that so I could have my cake and hook up to. I was a Peter Pan man living in Never Ever Land. Really more of a boy, I guess, than a man. You see, I wanted the amazing sex. I wanted her youth, and I got it. But I gave her nothing but words, weekends, and semen. I wanted the hottest, freakiest, and sexiest years of her life, but was unwilling to give her true respect. She was an amazing hookup. I'd say to myself... And I feel shame now remembering it. You know, I wanted all the sex and none of the babies. I got it. I wanted all of the pleasures and none of the pain. I got it. You see, I was mindlessly going through life without curiosity. It's all painful, honestly, for me to talk about now. But I just can't ever forget it. I was fat. I was addicted. I was mindless. And this is a large period of my life where I spent suffering by avoiding pain. My avoidance, though, was also making this woman suffer. And I was wasting her precious beauty on a man that was giving her no respect. The weekend she came to town. To see me, she got a hotel room close to me for a week, just so I could conveniently hook up whenever I was free. She, again, made, made the reservation, told me there was no pressure, never felt me like I had to force, always made it so easy. You see, she was in love with me, and she would do anything I asked her to do. And even things that I didn't ask her to do. But looking back, I never respected what she was giving me. Yet, like the pain pills I took, I took them for the easy pleasure they gave. We had great sex. And at this time, you know, she wasn't sexually experienced. So she hadn't yet had the pair bonding fucked out of
1: her. You know, I think sex still kind of meant something to her. It wasn't a handshake yet. And so later that week,
0: after I ignored her text for a few days, busy with things that I thought more important, she texted me back. She said. That stupid pill I took Tuesday is filled with hormones. And now I want to have sex more than ever before. Not effective baby-making prevention. Oh, and then I mindlessly with my male brain responded back so cleverly. Well, as long as it does its job. And it depends how you look at it. It Might be a win-win. I'll try to come over tonight. Kiss emoji. All this to a woman I wouldn't even kiss. I went over later that night after I took care of my actual priorities, of course, and then had crazy passionate sex for hours. Right? I mean, and like most times, I could, uh, you know, I could feel her trying to suck, fuck the commitment, attention, and love out of me. She made me come a bunch that night. She drove home tired and happy in the morning. All this, yet somehow, it only made me
1: respect her and myself less. But I didn't want to admit it. Pleasure is too much fun. You see, the word hookup helped me
0: numb my guilt. I didn't have to face the fact that I was failing relationships. I didn't have to face that I was practicing how to be how to be a hoe. I was practicing how to be a hookup. I was practicing how to be a little Peter Pan, pleasure-chasing boy in Never Ever Land. You know, the, and, the, and the word and the terms and the culture, it helped me just numb, numb the pain. You know, I mean, hey, we both consented after all, right? She's the one that came. I, t- I tried not to see her. She'd come to, to, to be close, you know, to make it more tempting. This amazing unnamed woman was I'd say a constant in and out of my life for gosh, you know, six years, yet you can't find her on my social media. But she's always popping up in my memories, you know? Even in today's photo memories or in my iCloud memories sometimes. And I try to delete the photos.
1: You know, I try to do it. And I think maybe I do it because I don't want to face it, (laughs) you know? Sometimes it's hard to look in the mirror. Much easier just to keep going down the path. Mindlessly. She taught me a wisdom that I can't put into words. It's very
0: experiential. If you've been a part of it, you probably know it. If you, if you don't know it, you're probably still deep with your head in the sand. <laughs> but she taught me this wisdom about hookups, heartbreaks, and our myth fallacious construct of what we call safe sex. You see, we thought that because we had condoms and STD checks and plan B pill, that we were doing sex safely, that it could be just a hookup. We were just enjoying each other's bodies. What could go wrong? It's a new world. God is dead. We don't care. You know, we're not going to hell. And we thought we were doing these things safely, but we weren't. And we thought we weren't going to go to hell, but little did we know we were making hell right now, even as two atheists. You see, I thought because she had only been with a couple of men and I saw her clean STD test and we both consented to keep it casual. I let her know I didn't want to be in a relationship with her. I thought that we were being safe, but if it was safe. There wouldn't be the heartbreak and attachment that ensued, you know, cause looking back, you know, I thought I was doing that for her to protect her to say, oh, I don't want a relationship. And, but again, looking back, I was just protecting myself at her expense. I was able to have sex with a woman in her prime and that could felt great and did all this
1: and I gave nothing. You know, and she lost years of her life on it. You know, mentally,
0: I knew it was just consensual, casual sex. Yet somehow, spiritually, I was crushing her soul that was surrendering to me. And when someone trusts you with valuable things, you should probably feel shame if you let them down. I was mindlessly using her. She gave me wifey benefits and all of her body while I gave only breadcrumbs
1: in return. It's sad. It's, it's painful. But life has taught me
0: it's better to live a life present with pain than to grow regret in my soul. You see, spirituality to me is reality, and I'm not a religious person, and you can listen to another podcast I have about Socratic spirituality, and and I'm definitely not one about commandments and doctrines, but the thing is, you know, spirituality, it is what it is. It, It is this ineffable existence, this biology, this connection that biology has to physics and chemistry and the, and the consciousness I can never escape and the psychology that I am bound to. And, and, and it is what it is. You know, it's both pleasure and pain because those are just, in my head, I see them as separate, but really they're two sides of the same coin.
1: A peak in a valley, those are just as connected as front and back you see the spirituality i'm
0: talking about that i've i've come to arrive it's it's not words it's it's not anything i can say it's not dogma it's not telling you what to do it's not judgment upon you or others for what they should do it's not commandments because spirituality to me the reality is to be present with what is Because this, to me, is the best practice or guide to any ethical action I can take. And while I'm not religious, I still I wanna I, you know, who doesn't want to be a good person? I'm not saying I don't wanna have sex or that I wanna wait for marriage or that I wanna but shit, man, I wanna treat the people that I I do have sex with nicely. I wanna I wanna have Most of the relationships I have, I'd like them to be ones that I'm not using people. I like the people that I was with to look back and know I cared for them. And I need some guide because otherwise the world around me tells me, fuck it, it doesn't matter, man. It's all a construct. Go get naked, have sex with as many people as you can. It's not going to matter. Just make sure you get consent. But I think that misses a lot. Now look, I can't change my past, but the cool thing about being aware of these things is I don't have to be a slave to it. We can become aware of things, and we no longer have to repeat and enslave ourselves to them. This unnamed woman I'm talking about helped me down a path of what I can only call a spiritual awakening of sorts, and great growth right I think i I'm much more of a man if you have a if you have a daughter out there, you know I'm the kind of man you you'd want your daughter to marry I'm the kind of man you'd want your you know you'd want your boys to 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 be around you know the kind of
1: person you you might not always like what I say, but you' trust it and I can only tell you that I got that from a certain spirituality that I can't put into words, a presence to what is. But to do that, I have to be honest about my past, see it clearly,
0: but not be a slave to it, you know, because again, this unnamed woman helped me down this path and I have to be honest, it cost her some of the best years of her life. You know, that's reality as painful as it is for me to accept. And I guess it all makes me wonder, you know, it makes me wonder how our world might change. If more people would wake up, be truly mindful and present with the pains that we numb, it makes me wonder how we would look at our fellow brothers and sisters of our human family. It it makes me wonder how it would change the hookup culture, the heartbreak, and the dogma of safe sex that pervades
1: our current world. I sure know it changed mine. I'd like to leave you with a quote by Voltaire. Every man is a creature of the age in which he lives,
0: and few are able to raise themselves above the ideas of the time. Thank you very much for listening. This doesn't always feel good to share these things, but I'm hoping you get some benefit from it. Either that you know you're not alone, where you can see things that maybe are different than what's being preached in today's world. If you like this, if you got value from this, I would appreciate you leaving a review for the podcast. All the stars or none of the stars, just be honest with me. Tell me it sucks. Tell me it's great. You know, I'd rather be slapped by the truth than to be kissed by a lie. Also, if you're interested in more of this content, you know, if you want to find out how to use some logic to empower your love life you can check me on instagram that is love logician all one word also we got free goodies we're doing new stuff we got a blog we got a podcast we're gonna have stickers soon just be ready for those stickers are beautiful and you can get that at logical.love no.com just
1: logical.love Thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.